Good morning. It's a little warm today. We got the warmest, most humid day. You know, it almost now I kind of feel like I feel like how when Aaron had the oil poured over his head and ran down, feels like that. All right. So we got a lot going on today. Um, we're just being back. It's so nice. I mean, God has provided us with a place always, and um, we just love what God is doing here. And um, so welcome everybody back uh, here, and we're excited to have you. We're going to be dedicating five children today. Um, Parents are going to be dedicating them, that they are going to raise them up in kingdom principles. So that's really exciting. Um, And then... Later, we're going to have a Pollock. We're going to go out to the McFaldas. If you don't know them, you're going to get to know them. Um, they opened up their house. They live on a lake. And we're going to do water baptism. Um, and we have four people that have signed up. And if you're like, I haven't been here, but I want water baptism, that is still available. You can still sign up for that and get water baptized today. Everyone's welcome. We're going to have fun. They have a beautiful lake. There's bring your suits, swimming, fishing poles. Um, everything. And so we're going to have bring a dish to pass and be part of that with our community as these people um, publicly profess their um, their faith in Jesus Christ. So, all right. So those are some things that are going on today. But I want to talk to you guys about family because we're going to be starting a new series about family. And what a great time to talk about family is when people are uh, with a dedication. I like to usually start that out with a dedication. So I want to talk about being family strong. We want our families we want our families to have a strong family unit, right? We want to have peace. We want to have all of these good things. So, you know, as believers, we want our families to be deeply rooted in kingdom principles. You know, we want them to be loving and have grace and peace and power. We want all of those things for our families, right? How many of you guys want peace in your home? It's really, really nice. But how many of you guys want your kids to be powerful? That can stand up when they need to stand up, right? Yes. Come on. That's my kid. That's my kid in the front row. You know? How many of you guys want there to be, maybe I should ask kids this, how many many of you guys want your parents sometimes to understand that you're growing and you want them to extend you grace? How many of you guys want to have grace in your home, right? I thought the kids, I thought you guys would be jumping, huh? I already do that. For, okay. But, you know, those things are important because we get grace. We need to give that. We need to put that into our families, um, you know, as parents, children, all of that, um, all of those great things. So our goal is to live a kingdom culture. We have different cultures all around, but we want to have a kingdom culture in our home that is God's culture no matter where we go. So too many times we adapt to whatever culture is around us. Um, I remember Matt taught me this. I heard this, and it said when, like, the Romans would come in and take over a um, a nation or things like that, they would bring in, they would, they would come in and completely redo culture. They'd bring in art, and they would teach them all their Roman ways. So it basically, they didn't just overtake that country. They now eradicated anything the way that the people had culture, and they brought Roman culture in. So it was now, now they didn't just overtake these people or just have victory over them now they basically were part of that culture they created a new culture when they came and see when we come to know the lord he says i don't want you to live in the culture of the world because the world will fade away i don't want you to live in what the enemy has planned for you because he planned death and destruction right 
He said, I want you to live in my culture, you know, I have where there's peace and there's love and there's freedom. So instead of becoming what we're around, sometimes you grow up and you think, I'm used to this. Or, you know, we live in a certain area. You know, we're used to country living. We have a different culture out here. When you go to the city, sometimes it's like, whew, a lot going on, right? Because they have a different culture. Well, we have a different culture in, our, in us, and it should be in our homes, and we should be able to walk it wherever we go. So I want to read what God says about us in 1 Peter 2.9. It says, But you are his chosen people, the king's priests. You are a holy nation, people who belong to God. He chose you to tell about the wonderful things he has done. He brought you out of the darkness of sin to his wonderful light. God said he chose us. He chose us for something different, and he chose every single person. And it's our job to choose him. So if we are his, then we're going to carry his culture wherever we go. And what a culture basically is, if you're like, oh, what is that, you know? Basically, it's like a set of um, shared values, um, goals, attitudes, practices, actions, all of these type of things. So, um, so you just, it's kind of like, everybody kind of collectively like thinks that like we know like Jesus is king in our culture nobody else is king that is like something we know our goal is to spread the gospel so we have this collective goal you know our goal is to live kingdom principles Um, we have values that line up with God's word so that's what God's culture would look like so we created it we create that through first our thoughts We have to first think like Jesus, and we have to think like God, and how we do that is he gave us his word. There's tons of stuff in there. And so first it comes in our thoughts, and then we begin to create atmospheres around ourselves wherever you go. Even if you go into a different culture, you can still carry the atmosphere of God with you. Um, And when those things collectively come together, that's what creates a culture. So... We're kind of continually adjusting our thoughts, our, ad, you know, our attitudes, our values, and our goals to reflect his kingdom. Uh, most of the time when we first get saved, we just didn't know. We didn't know we didn't know that that's how God ki- God's kingdom run, right? You know, maybe the culture of this world is go out, get yours, make sure that, you know, you beat them before they beat you. In God's culture, it's like lay down, give, be generous, Right? Lay down what you want sometimes for somebody else. And so we didn't know, but now we do. As we, as we begin to come more into his word and we spend more time with him and, and the longer that we are in this family of God, um, we begin to know more and more and more. It doesn't just happen. Um, if you want to know something, uh, a few weeks ago I talked about wisdom and knowledge, that anytime you ask for wisdom, God will freely give it to you. And then you partner it with knowledge, you know, reading his word, you know, learning, growing, sharing things, um, reading books, listening to people who, who already have been through that experience and you gain that knowledge and you put wisdom and knowledge together and that's when we begin to learn and create things. So it doesn't just happen. You don't think, I got saved, now I do everything like Christ. <laughs> Any of us who have been saved more than one day in here? Doesn't happen that way, does it? It definitely, this morning, you guys, I'm going to confess. How's that? I don't do well. I love the beach. 
because there's water there and it's cool there. I, do, I don't do well when it gets really hot and today was really hot and I was like, y'all, I don't want to be like David and be dancing in my underwear. Please help me. And you know what? Our, our church is so good. My friend, Mel, people like got fans and they were helping me. I'm like, y'all help me keep my clothes on because it's so hot. I said, I know, you know, and so we just, we learn things and, and we go and um, we want to reflect his kingdom and, and we learn about him and we grow. It doesn't just happen in the first day and we don't do everything kingdom principle all the time. Sometimes we make mistakes, we learn, and then we get, the great thing is, is God made it so we can always clean up our messes all the time. He never says, well, that mess is way too big. He doesn't ever say that because he's so good, you know, and, and I just look at having good families, you know, good families are powerful families. I love it. People think, think my kids are disrespectful sometimes because I allow my kids to say no. I say, if you can come again, if I say to do something and you have valid reason, like, no, I don't think that's right. We need to talk about this. My kids can come and do that. I want them to do that. You know why? Because I want them to have freedom. I want them to grow. Sometimes I don't like what they're doing. I get mad. But I'm so happy because I want them to be powerful because you know what? One day it's not going to be me that's coming to them. Or there's, one day it's going to be a boss or it's going to be someone else in their life, right? And I want them to be able to stand up for the principles of God. I want them to be able to stand up for what? So I want them to be powerful. I don't want them to be meek and quiet. I don't like that saying, children should be seen and not heard. No, I want my children to be heard because God gave them a voice. And I bet you want your children to be heard. You want your children to be powerful. Sometimes you get to be the practice person. That's not as much fun. But you know what? Think, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. So, um, you know, and those healthy relationships, they don't just happen. It takes wisdom. It takes knowledge. It takes revelation from God. Y'all know that is like the main thing. Sometimes people come up and say, your kids are so amazing. I say, you know what, it's only because I asked the Lord for wisdom. That is the only reason that my kids are the way they are, because I know that all good things come from the Lord. But then it also takes sacrifice. I don't want to do this. I don't want, you know, my kids, I've been lucky because we started this very young. But, you know, I don't want to go to church on Sunday. I don't want to get up. But you know what? Sundays we praise God. You know, maybe, maybe it's, oh, I, I, I don't want to take this job or I should take this job. Sometimes you have to sacrifice or I would really like to go be with my friends or go here or do this or sleep in. But you say, you know what? I know what I need to do. And I'm just talking about Sunday, but that could be any area of your life any day. Um, you know, sacrifice, planning, energy. You know, you need to put energy into it. You need to understand that forgiveness goes both ways in your family. You need to start removing punishment. You need to remove control. God didn't control us. So why do we think we should control everything? Share control. God's like, I'm going to share this with you. You're to share it with each other. So all of those things, you know, handing out some freedom. And that can be very scary. That is like super scary. I was the youngest of nine. So guess how much freedom I got because my siblings did not handle it well. If you're the youngest, I'm sorry. <laughs> because what happens is if they didn't handle it very well, I was, I was literally the best kid in the family. 
I actually, I think I was. I didn't get in trouble. I got all A's. I only skipped classes because I was getting all A's. And the teachers allowed me to because I was so good. You just got to know how to get the teachers on your side, right? No. I'm please, please don't skip classes, kids. I'm not telling you. I'm not condoning that. Okay? What I'm saying is, so if you don't, um, you got to share a little bit of that. It can be scary, but if you don't share it, then eventually they're just going to rip it from you. That's what happens in families, and that's why all the chaos goes. So we want to learn how to do that. Um, and so sometimes it's laying down our own desires for the sake of our family. I know for me, one of the things was, I want to be home with my kids. That might not be for everybody. But I said, you know who's going to raise my kids? I'm going to raise my kids. I will sacrifice finances. I will sacrifice time. You know, for one year, I said, I got to work a third shift job for one year. And I said, and I said, I don't want anyone else to raise my kids. So I would go home and I would sleep at seven o'clock and I would get up at 10 o'clock every day for a year because I said, nobody else is raising my children. Because that was a sacrifice I was willing because I've seen where sometimes that can happen where someone else, you know, even, even with my mom, she'd babysit, but then who's spoiling all the kids, right? You know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, Lord, we can't have you take care of the kids every day. <laughs> I could never come back from that, right? Because then they'd be like, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to go to Grandma. I'm going to go tell Grandma. I'm going to Grandma. I mean, they're, they're definitely, I mean, she'd still spoil them. So I want to take care of my kids. So I had to lay some things down that we wanted so that it would benefit the family. I know like Matt, he is not a morning person. He gets up early and goes to work every day. And I'm like, I'm like, thank you because I know I married this man. He is like, I like to stay up one, two o'clock in the morning. He does, you know, five, six, seven AMs don't really, you know, compete with him. If I tell him something in the morning, I know that he's not going to remember it you know, later in the day, because he's not quite moving around yet. But he sacrificed that because he said, you know, this is what the job God put in my hands, and I'm going to take care of my family. Um, You know, as moms, I think we see this more, and dads, I think, do this too. But, like, I think sometimes we take the smallest piece of, you know, me at dinner, or, or we let the kids always choose first. And my kids now have got to, Mom, what do you want? They feel, they're like, no, you choose first. I'm like, it's fine. You know, if there's something, oh, what do you want to watch on? They, and they're doing that, and I'm like, yes, that's exactly right, because they're learning the kingdom principles that we sacrifice, they sacrifice, and then when you do that, nobody has to sacrifice at all. Jesus did. He did it for us, but none of us have to do it all when we work together. So um, I just really love that. Like yesterday I was cleaning and the girl said, let me help you. I said, well, do you want me to pay you? And, and they're like, no, we just want to do it because we all want to go swimming and we want you to swim with us and we don't want to swim without you. And I thought, oh. So they all did that. The boys helped too. Thank you, Christopher and Matt. Um, I did put them on a job because um, I said go sweep the porch. That really didn't need to be done, but I thought if I just – Needed to get them not in the house. Um, <laughs> but they did a great job. They did a great job. So thankful for that. Um, so, But, you know, it's just doing those things that sometimes we sacrifice a little bit, not because we're forced to, but because we choose to. So we've, we've effectively created a kingdom culture in our home, so it's natural for them to just do that. And I thought... You know, that's so good that it's natural now that instead of just assuming it's for them, they're like, hey, I want to give a little bit. 
You know, mom, I don't want you to be there. Dad, I don't want you to be the, the last all the time or things like that. And I love that. And, you know, we got there because of priorities. It's never going to just happen. You know, it's your job. It's your goal. It's your destiny. It's whatever you want to call it. But it's not just going to happen. You have to make that a priority. You have to put that, you have to put that first. You, it might have to go over your own comforts, over what you've always known or what you've always wanted. You know, but that's your job now to do that. If you want something different, you can't just sit and be like, well, I accepted Jesus. When's this family thing going to happen? Because my kids are crazy. It doesn't just happen like that. Healthy families. How many of you guys would give anything to have, like, maybe your family already is healthy, or maybe even your extended family. How many of you guys would say, I would give anything in the world to have a healthy family where my kids want to be with me. They want, whether they're older, you know, have their own grandkids, that you love, your house is full of peace. How many of you guys like that or want that? Yes! You know, I want, you know, I want my kids to be, I want my kids to be like, anytime they come and, you know, I'm sleeping this morning. I was like, yeah, I'm sleeping. Lana just opens the door. Mama, would you please help me with my hair? She doesn't say, oh, I'm sorry I woke you up. She's like, she knows she has access right there. I want them to feel like they can come into my life. I want there to be peace. I want it to be like, you know, I love it. My girls are starting. You guys, they're starting to like boys. Pray for me and Matt. Actually, pray for Matt. <laughs> he need, give him some extra. Um, and the girls, they're like, we're going to go out on this date. And they're like, can you come with us, Mom? Can you come with us, Dad? And I'm like, how many kids are like, no, we want our parents to come with us? You guys. You know, but that's because we've collectively created that. And so we all want, we want to have, we would give anything. We would lay anything down. I'm thankful that we haven't had to because we've put our foundation in Christ and he showed us how to do that. So we don't have to sacrifice other things because it's just been continual and Christ has been our foundation. So, Lon said this to me the other day. We're at the beach. I'm always at the beach. Um, And we're walking down the stairs, and um, she turns to me, and she says, Mom, she said, there is no other moms like you. And I said, well, there's tons of good moms. I said, And she's like, yes, but not like you, Mom. And I said, I said, there is tons of good moms. They love the Lord. They're raising their children. And she just said, yeah, but it's just, it's just, you're just so great. Like, it's just amazing. And I was like, thank you. And I said, well, it's all because of the Lord. And we just went on. And, um, and she just, she kept saying that to me. And, you know, I'm like trying to like hurry down the stairs and I'm like tearing up because I'm like, that my kids, and there are tons of moms. There's moms that are even, they're better. But I'm saying the relationship that we've been able to make is that my kids, instead of having teenage angst and being like, I don't want my mom, or, or you don't know, or you know what I mean? It's like, we just love everything. And that's not because of who I am or who Matt is. It's because that we chose to pick up the principles of God and put them in our life. You know, so I'm like crying down the stairs. I'm like, let me get to the water so I can jump in. Because, and you know, if you've met Lon, she's a very, sometimes I'm scared of her. Um, she's got drive, you know, and, and if I'm wrong, she will not back down. She's 14, she's like this tall, and she's like, oh, no, no, we're going to work this out. Some people are scared when it gets intense. I'm like, we're not even fighting, we're just talking. And they're like, I'm scared. 
you know, and so like for her to say that and, and to really um, just put that out there was like, wow, Lord, thank you, because I'm, I got to see the fruit that we had planted a long time ago. That's, that's the only thing it is. And so that's the goal is I'm like, Lord, I'm getting to see why you said live this way. And that's just my story, and you probably have lots of stories like that too in your life, or if you haven't got there yet, say, Lord, I can't wait till I have stories like that. Because now I know. I didn't before, but now I do. Right? Because so, you don't have to keep going back to that. You can say, maybe, I, maybe you've raised your kids. Maybe it's in your grandkids now. Maybe it's just in your household, and you're saying, I didn't know when my kids were growing up, but now I do, and I can change that. Right? I didn't know when my kids were very little. And it was terrible, and I yelled a lot, a lot. But then I was like, you know what? This isn't how God wants it. And I started seeing what God was saying, and, and we began to change things. So the first thing is, is putting that foundation of Christ in your home. That needs to be first. You need to find out who he is, what he did, and what he's doing. That has to be the foundation over everything has to be over obedience. It has to be over what you hope that your family will look like. It has to be over everything. If the foundation is Christ, it will happen. If you follow the, what Christ did, how he responded to people, that will happen in your family if you do those things. Not if you hope about those things, but if you actually do those things. So I love what it says in 1 Corinthians 10.5. It says, And we tear down every proud idea that raises itself against the knowledge of God, we also capture every thought and make it give up and obey Christ. So maybe you learned a different way to do something with your kids and it's not working. Guess what? Take that thought captive and say, God, is this what you want me to do with my children? Is this what you want me to do with my spouse? Is this what you want me to do with my extended family? Take it captive and say, does this fit in the kingdom of God? If it doesn't, then you put it aside and say, God, what should I be doing? Right? You know, I used to think it was more important for my children to obey and look right than it was for my children to walk in love and peace and grace. I don't care what people think. Sometimes when people think, well, you're always at the beach, or you let your kids do this. And I'm like, yep, I do. I can't care what other people think more than what God thinks. I think that's a huge thing. Um, I love, how many of you guys have ever watched that show, Super Nanny? I just love it. I, I just... It's so good. She's like this amazing nanny. And so I'm like always crying when I watch it because I'm watching like parents, they're just in so much pain because they're doing these things and they're like, I want my kids to all wear the same color and to look good and we have this great big house and it's just, and they have everything and it's just wild and crazy. And then she comes in and she's like, I was just wondering, <laughs> you know, and she just gives them this great idea and it changes their whole family dynamic and that's what God does for us. There's numerous times I've been, you know, with my kids when they're little, and God's like, hey, Sarah, I'm just wondering if that's really going to work. Um, I'm just wondering if you'd like to share some of that control, because if you don't, you're not going to like what's going to happen, because I created that kid very powerful, <laughs> you know. And so I learned that God would say, you're, you're not going to like the results from that. Would you like to try this? And so if you have a relationship with the Lord and you know his word, that's what begins to happen. And I love it. 
and it's so good. You know, my kids, I'm like, I can't wait. They're like already talking about how like grandma's getting, you know, I'm not even a grandma yet. And they're already like, oh, you're going to be taking care of our kids. We're going to be doing this. You know, they're like, they're like, when we get married, mom, we want you to marry us because dad has to walk us down the aisle. I mean, they're just, it's just so good. And I'm like, yay. They didn't let me say it. I can't go on their honeymoon with them now. There's a line, I guess. <laughs> So God is saying our actions, our choices, our thoughts should line up with him. Now here's, I'm going to say this, and if you don't go away with anything else, please just take this. Get the foundation right, and you will always have something to build on. If you get the foundation right, if your foundation isn't right right now, bulldoze it down and start over and get the foundation right so that you will always have something to build on. Even if you make a mistake, you always have something to build on. It's not going to crumble. It's not going to fall. It might need some upkeep, but you know it's not going to be destroyed. You get the foundation right. You will always have something to build on. Parents, especially those of you that are dedicating your children today, like this, get that foundation right. Start putting the godly principles. Start seeing what what. God's culture looks like, what his kingdom looks like, and, and your life is going to be blessed, and it's going to be full, and it's going to be connected. I want to forever be connected to my children. I don't want to go with seasons where they're disconnected, and they don't want to speak to me. I don't want to go times where, you know, they're like trying to get away from me. I don't want to go times where my husband, you know, for us, it is like we have barely spent any time apart in 20 years, <laughs> you know. And the kids say that Matt can't live without me, that he just mopes around um, when I'm gone. I've been gone a, like two or three weeks out of 20 years apart. Um, and, but that's good because what we're saying is we love being together. We love spending time together. We like being in each other's presence. You know, and we want to be, so parents, we want to be fully connected. And spouses, we want to be fully connected. And your children will love you even when you have disagreements. And your children will feel that you love them. A lot of kids feel like their parents don't love them. It's not true, but they still, that's a real feeling that they have. You know, and your marriages will be strong, and you'll have intimacy, and you'll begin to build each other up if your foundation is in Christ. It chooses the direction of your family. That chooses the direction of your family. So if you're right now and you're saying, I, I haven't even been following Christ myself, and I'm supposed to be raising up these kids, just take a moment in your heart and, and you know what, talk to the Lord and say, you know what, Jesus, I need you. I need you to be the foundation. I need you to be the core, not church, not my job, not everyone else telling me. I need you to be that foundation. All you got to do is lay your life down and say, Lord, I give you my life. You don't have to come up here and do that. You can just do that right where you are. So if that's you, no one even has to know. If you're like, I'm embarrassed, just do it. Just say, Lord, I've not been doing that very well. I haven't really given my life to you. I've just attended church or I've just talked about you, but I don't really know you. Just take that moment and say, Lord, I want you. Everything of mine is yours, and I want you. I want to be a new creation. So if you need to do that, just take that moment and do that. Speak to him however you need to speak to him. There's no exact way to give your life to the Lord. You get to just give it. So he's running that show. All the wisdom that I have with my kids, all that awesome stuff I'm talking about because I love to talk about how great they are because they're pretty amazing. But that all comes from the Lord. All of that comes from the Lord. 
None of it came from just my natural ability to think about it. You know, that came from the Lord. He created it. He created families. So if I want it to be healthy, I'm going to have to go to him. I'm going to have to go to him. So we, starting that foundation, read the word of God. Don't assume the word of God. Don't just quote the one scripture that the world knows collectively, John 3, 16. Don't just quote that. That's a great scripture. Love it. Know it. But read the Bible. Know what it says in there. And if you're like, I'm confused about that, then you ask questions. Read kingdom books where it, it adds to, you know, I love, if you want something with families, you look up Danny Silk. Everything of his is the most amazing stuff that he has on connection. And he got it all from the Lord, all from the Bible. So if you want more, you can, you can add that. Begin to partner that knowledge and wisdom together, you know, because God gives it freely, you know. And, and as you pray, step out of your comfort zone. Begin to pray, you know. It might be hard because you're like, we never prayed in our family or we don't pray out loud. And here you're doing it and your kids are like, what just happened? You know, like whiplash, like, Mom's over there praying. Should we pray? Should we close our eyes? What's going on? You know, just scare them. Just scare them a little bit. <laughs> They'll be like, you know, we haven't done this. Pray on your own. And you know, awesome thing to also do when you pray, believe that God will do what he said he's, that he's going to do. But remember, it's not your timing, it's his. So we read our word, we, we grow and, and things like that. We pray and connect with a community of believers. There are so many awesome women that I've had in my life that have been the best moms and if they hadn't have come in my life I definitely would not be where I am they served the Lord they sowed into me you know I have my friend Jody like she I saw how her kids were like teenagers and they're they come up mama and they would just hug this is when my kids were babies and they would just hug their mom and, you know, she had teenage sons. And they're like, I want to sit next to you. I just love you. And, and they would have dinner together. And they just wanted to be together. And I thought, wow, this is weird. I want this. Why do I want this? And I was very hard. And I was like, you know, then they all started hugging me. I was like, well, I'm not sure. Yeah, let me back this. And no, it, it worked out, you know. And then we start. we became friends and she started teaching me and then we watched their marriage and, and we watched with the kids and she became so close. And she's like, you know, I want to be there when Lana's born and I'll, I'll help you cut the cord and all this. So she just like invite herself in my life and just come to, you know, but it was good because she showed the principles and the kingdom of God in that. And I have Sue who, you know, she was really good at disciplining me as an adult and saying, no, you're not going to do that with your kids. She would tell me, she's like, you don't need to be talking to your kids like that when my kids were really little because she's like, you need to love your children. So my children know that that woman saved them from spankings. Um, Because she would, I may or may not as an adult woman been spanked with, (laughs) by this woman. (laughs) for not listening but I'm so thankful instead of getting mad at her you know what I did I was like if she's saying that to me I know it's true because when we connect in the kingdom we say things because we love each other I'm not saying I liked it in the moment but I still love her and I'm thankful but there's and there's so many more so the first thing get that foundation in Christ and you'll have strong families 